Oh. Welcome to Consumer Culture. I am your host, Adam, joined as always by Jesse. Hello, Jesse. Hello. What are we still doing here? Um, I mean, it's a whole reverse. new week. <laughs> Working. We're committed to our craft. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Whatever you say. Um, I mean, I didn't really say it that convincingly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I meant it, but I'm not going to push it. Yeah. Uh, um, so this week we are talking some more about the uh, the MCU. We're the keep, MCU keeping our reverse... Journey down-a-thon. Yeah. Uh, traverse road. Yes. Of, we have of... done everything from Ant-Man and the Wasp back through Guardians Volume 2. Now we're doing the 2016 and... Uh, End one, of 2015. 2015, yeah. The, the post Age of Ultron saga, you could say. Yeah. Um, because it's not really building up to Infinity War yet. Yeah. Um, it's setting presence. Uh, Doctor Strange, I guess, would set up the most for that. Uh, uh, yeah, of these movies, it will. Yeah, yeah. Um, I love Doctor Strange. I like Doctor Strange a lot. Uh... I, I want another one. I want just one more sequel, and I want it to be a little more rambunctious and adventurous. Yeah. Um, when when we were sharing the uh, unlimited uh, Marvel app. Yeah. Uh, Marvel Unlimited. Uh, what I read that I really really liked a lot was um, what was it called like the end of magic or whatever, where like this crazy science re- religious science zealot alien was trying to destroy all magic because it, like, a magical creature ate half his planet and they worshipped oh him like a god. And he was like, man, science is the only thing that can save and purify. So he kills a bunch of magic stuff. And Doctor Strange has to, like, use some really fucked up black magic to stop it. And there's, like, a lot of heavy, heavy repercussions. And I think that'd be a lot of fun. Um, oh, yeah, that, that was point, during the... kind uh... of rompy. So, yeah, that was uh, Jason Aaron's run. I liked his run on Doctor Strange a lot. Yeah, I really enjoyed it, and I think that that specific story, I don't know a lot of Doctor Strange's, but um, out of the like five or six I do know, that one I think would fit the most in the MCU. Yeah. Um, just a couple more tweaks, but it would, I think it would be really good. Yeah. Especially the um, science as a religion Versus, I guess, the the free will of magic kind of duality. And then how complicatedly gray that gets when it gets to the part where he he does the most fucked up magic. It's like, magic has a price. Like, oh shit. And then bad things start happening. Like, that'd be really cool. Oh yeah, I always Um, like that idea of like, there's always a a double-edged sword to magic and and stuff like that. That It's not just, you know, candy and bubblegum all day. Right. Are you a good witch or a bad witch? You're the witch that the house fell on. Yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, I, I really like Doctor Strange. Um, mostly visually, like the story oh, yes. was fine. Like the story, it was it was an origin story. It was every origin story. Man, like, it, to show you how wide I am. Oh God. To show you how wide I am. I didn't realize like the implication people were upset about how it was a white guy traveling to a monastery. And he oh yeah, up being no. the best. It's like yeah. I just that didn't oh, click. Yeah. I got I understood that with Iron Fist. I didn't understand yep. that here for some reason. It's, and I it's think as crazy as this trope. is, 
as crazy as this is for like schmucks like me, I think making Tilda Swindon the ancient yeah. one was the problem. Yeah. Oh no, that I was think also it a problem. Made, that was a problem. Like, like like making the ancient one Tilda Swindon to yep. quote unquote avoid stereotypes just made Doctor Strange being a, a sort of white savior. I'm yep. super good at this. Seem less prudent, and that was. I don't know. That's classic Disney look over here kind of thing. I think. Oh yeah, like yeah, like it was. I don't know. Martyr like con than it should have been. They should have changed. Like just. I don't know. Just change the fucking place. You know the the best. I'm gonna go to example. Iceland. Yeah, something. But the best example which at the time when it came out and what little I knew about films, I didn't realize that. And before I had to rewatch it for school. I didn't realize that this may be one of the best ones done by it, but uh, Last Samurai with um, oh god uh, yeah Last Samurai is awful with that stuff Last Samurai no 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 it's it's not nearly as bad it's not really about him like with Tom Cruise that's what I was trying to get at when I rewatched it it's not nearly as white saviory as it seems because yeah. he doesn't really get better and he like like he he say he saves the guy once but. Ultimately, near the end, like they tell him, "Don't die because you're not part of this. You're not us. We 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 took you in and stuff, and that's cool. But you're not really us." And and I think a lot of people misconstrue is thinking that Tom Cruise is the last samurai, but um, the dude who dies in his arms, which I can't remember that actor, but he's the one in um Godzilla. Ken Watanabe. I think. Yeah, Watanabe. Thank you. He's the last samurai. It is about him. He's just um, he's not really a white savior as much as a um. An obs- an observationalist, a guy who watches it go down, like like it still has some of those things. Say, but he he's doesn't an, like he's improve. an audience surrogate because audiences yeah. can't understand these weird brown people without somebody like them there. Yeah, no, th- there is that, but at least it's not like you know the way Avatar does it, but with CGI yeah. or, or Pocahontas um, or all that stuff. It's a lot Mohicans. better done. Yes, yeah, it's a lot better done than I think people remember. Um, cause I, I, I thought that way. And then yeah. I had to rewatch it three years ago for class. I'm like, Whoa, this isn't nearly as like, Oh man, Tom Cruise is the last samurai shit as we think. At least that's what I got from rewatching it. But, um, Dr. Strange definitely doesn't do that. It makes it okay to be white and better than everyone else. Yeah. <laughs> Especially when you have the handicap of not having your arms, but you yep. still get to be better. Yep. <laughs> that's even worse actually. Yep. But visually, it's great, and Mads Mikkelsen oh, does his goddamn dis. Like, Mads Mikkelsen's very good, uh, and yeah, yeah, just like some of the stuff in that, I've never seen anything like it. It is just one of the most striking visual movies I have ever seen. And you know what else? Um, and this, I think, has more to do with how good of an actor this guy is than the writing. Benedict Wong somehow makes it feel like Wong is not just a servant or, yep. or a chauffeur. Yeah, he somehow makes it feel like they're almost equals, but Wong understands like, oh no, you got picked, so you got to do this, but I'm gonna help you because you're a dumbass. Um, yeah, he, well, he gives that feeling across. Like it's not yeah. great, but it's a lot better, I think, if it was another actor. I think it yeah. completely also, deserves like, to be Wong working his ass off. Oh, absolutely. But also, they they did just like, redo the character because like he isn't right. a manservant; he's like a drill sergeant. Yeah, 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 and that's uh, smart. Oh yeah, that was fantastic. A good idea. And, and Benedict Wong is fantastic in yeah. that role. 
Um, they uh, did they did the best without changing it, even though they should have. Um, but again, I commend Wong for yep. that more than anything else. Yep. Um, they fought backwards at the end. That was crazy. I'll never get over that. See, like, um, like oh my god, that shit was blew my fucking mind. It's something that Scott Derrickson, the director, said, where he talked about how it's a criticism that a lot of Marvel's movies have, uh, which is. The last act is portal opens up in the sky and the city's destroyed. <laughs> yeah. And so he was like, what if our last act starts with the city destroyed in our, and the whole last act is us undestroying the city. <laughs> portal opens up city's fixed. Yeah. And like we're, we're um, fixing the city and that's so clever. I really like that. Yeah. Um, it kind of adds to the overall theme of we're not changing it, but we are, but we're not kind of thing. It's very yeah. interesting. Like, like I don't, I don't harbor anything against this film for not changing what it should have. It did the best with what restraints it decided to keep on itself. Yeah. Um, because you know we we've already seen either you can stupidly do that and succeed and you get this, or you can stupidly do that and pick the worst people to try and get Iron Fist. Yeah. Um. It it shows a difference of, of like who can actually make lemonade with lemons and who yep. can just fucking not. Yep. <laughs> why why did you put rinds in your lemonade? I I thought you were supposed to just put the whole lemons in. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Uh, but I want one more Doctor Strange and I mean that's the best thing about uh the parts of Wong in Infinity War. Wong, you're invited to our wedding. Like he got to have. Wong gets to be there for a few minutes and it's just like, well, y'all have fun. Bye. Yeah, yeah. It's like, I got other shit to do. Y'all get, like, like, again, it's fucking, you know, Wong and Benedict Wong. Like, like, yep. he's so good at being like, no, I'm not doing this because I'm your subservient, you know, token person of color. I, you guys fucked it up. Do your, do your white people thing and good luck. Bye. It's kind, it's kind of great. Um, yeah. Uh, but yeah, like it's, and I want uh, more of that with him yeah. and Benedict. Like I would love that for just one more sequel. I liked. Uh, she wasn't used as much as she should have been, but Rachel McAdams was good, and I like that it didn't. That's right. Do the Marvel thing of like shoehorn romance. Like they don't end up together. Like at the, like they were already together before, and they don't end up falling back in love. But they are just like you know, cool with each other. You oh, yeah. don't. They didn't feel the need for an unnecessary love story. Um, yeah, Mads Mikkelsen um, was really I, good. Man, I just need more Mads Mikkelsen in things. Yep, guys, better than I think he's getting credited. Yep. Uh, and then Chiwetel Ejiofor was really good as Mordo. Uh, even though throughout mm. the whole movie, I was just like, "Isn't Mordo a bad guy? I feel <laughs> like Mordo's a bad guy. Am I wrong?" <laughs> And then at the so end, I, oh no, Mordo's a bad guy. Yeah, um, I'm trying to remember what other movies I've seen. Um, I'll, I'm gonna fuck up his name. Chiwetel Ejiofor. How do you say it? Chiwetel Ejiofor. Chiwetel. Okay. Yeah, he was in Children of Men. He's an Inside Man. He's yeah, in Serenity. Uh, um. Yeah. See, I don't know. For some reason, oh, he's, he's in Twelve Years a Slave. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. Sometimes I. For whatever reason, I look at him. He's like, man, he looks like a guy who would want to betray people. 
Yeah. Um, um, well, he is. I the hate to. Voice... I hate to put that on him. Yeah, but... he's the voice of Scar in the upcoming Lion King. Well, there you go. It's done. <laughs> he's gonna be a Maleficent two. Apparently, a Maleficent two is a thing. Yeah. All right. Um. God, can we just talk about how good the casting is in that new Lion King? It's. I Still love. Good. Isn't isn't everyone African American? Just about. Just about. Uh, Donald Glover is Simba. Uh, Beyonce is Nala. James Earl Jones is back. Man. Billy Eichner James... and Seth Rogen are Timon and Pumbaa. Oh my God. John Oliver is Zazu. <laughs> John. <laughs> uh, oh, I Alf- forgot John Oliver was Zazu. That's so fucking perfect. Alfre Woodard is Sarabi. Uh, I mean, come on! The king is right yeah. there. He could change a little bit yeah. of the watering hole. Also, um, uh, John Connie, oh. who played uh, T'Challa's dad in in the MCU, is playing Rafiki. Oh, that's cool, um, man! And then two of the, uh, you know, the three. Um, uh, the three hyenas. Yeah, I'm looking at them. Oh my god! Florence Kasumba, Eric... Eric Andre, and Keegan Michael Key. Oh my god! So they're they're just they're just anthropomorphized black uh three stooges. Yep. Um, I love it. Fucking. I'm I'm very excited for it. Oh I'm god, super excited for amazing. a trailer. Uh, cause that god that casting is so good. Oh yeah, Florence and... Kasumba was in that yeah. bad Emerald City TV series. Oh, I just know her from being one of the Dora Mijai. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I tried to watch Emerald City. I wanted it to work. It did not. Is that the... Uh, um, where Vincent people... D'Onofrio is the wizard? And... Like, Wizard of Oz thing? Yeah, super edgy, like, Weird. you're the bastard daughter of the wizard, and you can kill people in the land of Oz with a gun That's and shit. Yeah. right. Yeah, that was like last I wanted year. that... Yeah, I wanted that to be something, and it just wasn't going to. God, what a weird thing. Imagine all the wooden acting in Supernatural just multiplied. That's not good. Jesus. Um, Yeah, but uh, (laughs) Eric Andre and Keegan-Michael Key, I'm just going to love listening to the... Keegan-Michael Key is the one that just It's the one that just laughs all the time. Oh my god. Yep. Thank you, Keegan, for being a national treasure. Yep. Um, <laughs> and, yeah, uh, no, this is going to be great. It's going to so, be... Yeah. So from Doctor Strange, we move to uh, The Avengers 2.5. Yep. Captain America Civil War. <laughs> I White chocolate. Dark chocolate. this Civil movie. War. It's uh, Spider-Man's the highlight, the doy. Yep. It's... Dude, you've got a mechanical arm, and he's like, you just stopped my mechanical arm. What yep. the fuck? Uh, Anthony Mackie and Sebastian Stan have great chemistry as Bucky and Falcon. Oh my um, god, they're such fucking I little brothers. You. They're yep. such little brothers. Can you, can you put your seat up? No. Can you just, just seat up just a little bit? Nope. Um, <laughs> like, the introduction oh my of Black god. Panther was awesome. Oh my god, fucking T'Challa is so uh, good. One of the and only things about Black it that Panther doesn't work... Black Panther hype is real. One of the other things that matters... That, uh, that, uh, one of the things about it that didn't work was them trying to make the completely chemistry-less uh, Sharon Carter, uh, Captain America romance happen. You and mean him make out with his former love interest's granddaughter? And it just doesn't... It doesn't work. It does not work. 
Even the actors not having chemistry, just her being the yep. granddaughter is creepy. I'm then, okay with that, but more. But than... we do get we do get Bucky we do get <laughs> we do get Bucky and Falcon being yeah, like nice, just nodding, <laughs> just fucking stupid bro shit. Uh, this isn't gonna mean anything to you because uh, you haven't watched it, but Paul Rudd in that movie is just playing uh, Bobby Newport from Parks and Recreation. Like he put uh, he he put a character called Bobby Newport in Parks Recreation, who is just this doofy rich kid who's running <laughs> for city council, and he is one hundred percent just playing Bobby Newport in this movie. Just like he is not like is a very different version of Scott Lang, <laughs> Mr. From Mr. Captain Ant-Man. America, sir. <laughs> just like, do we have any orange slices? <laughs> um. So I only tried this once. Almost ripped yep, in half. Almost ripped in so half. So people just be prepared. <laughs> um. Yeah, the whole just, airport little scene. Little guy just get big. God, the whole airport scene is so good. It's one of the best choreographed fight scenes, yep. period. And then, um, one of my favorite, most underrated actors, uh, Daniel Bruhl as uh, Baron Zemo. Yeah, like, so I good. really liked the portrayal of Zemo. He did really great. It's the fact that there wasn't... Like, he was the antagonist, but not the, like... His goal was, it was like, for such a big movie, it had a very small focus. He wasn't trying to destroy the world. He wasn't trying to, you know, take over a city or something like that. He was just just trying to plant a couple seeds to make it all fall down. Uh... And yeah, I he really watched, like Daniel Bruhl. He watched Batman versus Superman. Was like, I know how to make that better. Yep. Um, <laughs> I hope he appears. It is. More. It is funny the breakdown where it goes. You know, both sh- movies are them just fighting over their mothers, right? Yep. <laughs> That's um, kind of crazy. And then yeah, uh, Martin Freeman being introduced, uh, having like a very small role in this movie, but then killing it in Black Panther. Yes. Oh my God. I love. I don't know. Some about Martin Freeman always playing the out of the loop guy ever yep. since like Hitchhikers is so good. Yep. Like he's just always out of the loop no matter what he plays in. It's, it's really great. Um, I do wonder how Zemo knew about Bucky. I can't remember if that's like explained. Like uh, it doesn't ruin. It doesn't ruin anything. I think for he me. just it's like just it's curious. just one of those things where it's like you see him going through and getting information from a lot of people. So it probably has something yeah. to do with that. Yeah, he's very good. I think there would have been a really cool link if, like, Thunderbolt Ross knew. Yeah. And he got, he somehow got information out of where he was that Martin Freeman's character put him up. Yeah. Um, Like, I remember when they announced that this was going to be Civil War. Yeah. I just had a moment of, like, man, what if they (laughs) could get Spider Man? Because Spider-Man has such yeah. a big deal in the Civil War comics. Just right, what if. Right. And then a few months after they announced it, they announced, hey, we made a deal with Fox. We Spider-Man's got him. Going to the we got him. Honestly, though, <laughs> we got him. I kind of I understand why they did it. Man, I wish they hadn't put him in the trailer. Yeah. Like. The hype was was too real, like, though. They were like, no, we got to feed it. I would have loved for the first time I saw, uh, saw that. Queens. Was for just I, the first time we saw him was in the movie. Yeah, you got somebody. Uh, I got somebody. Queens. Yep. Boom. Um, uh, uh, um, free. No. Right. Uh, <laughs> and then uh, what was it? Um, 
at the funeral for Peggy Carter, where Sharon Carter reads the like classic monologue that Captain America gives in the Civil War comic. Yeah. Uh, And when someone tells you to move, you stand still and say, no, you move. Yeah. Um, um, I liked the argument put here. I thought it was a little better done than the comic itself. Oh, I know yeah. a lot of people like, argue that for some the reason. Comic, the comic is way, like, listen, they said they didn't want it to be black and white in the comic, but it was. There was yeah. a good side to bad side. Yeah, it was like, a little, like, militaristic yes, viewpoint, was, like, like kind of propaganda-ish. Yeah. It was very much good guy, bad guy in the comics. Yeah. Um, the, the best they did was try to make captain america an incoherent asshole but that didn't really work yep um not not as good as here where um stubborn pride makes more sense where it's like no i was in world war ii i know what i'm talking about you're a rich shithead who's just like your father pretending like you're not which would have been a great line because then tony would have punched him (laughs) yeah and then it's just like but yeah it's this idea that like if we have this oversight what happens when someone needs us and they say no Yep. But a Manchurian also, candidate put the gun down. Yeah, but also, you know, <laughs> what happens when we re, you know respond to something and more people die? Did I ever tell you uh, back back when I thought like this was going to be a serious, serious turn and not, and I don't mean serious like like grim dark necessarily, but like I thought it was going to play into some deaths. Yeah. Um, Because I thought this was going to be more of a turning point, and then Infinity War was going to be the nail in the coffin. Yeah. Um, Turns out they prolonged it, and that's fine. Like, we complain about uh, Rhodey falls, and then, oh shit, and but then five seconds later, oh, he's fine. Yep. He's alive. That, um, yep. Because so nobody dies. Yeah. So, what I wanted, and, and I, I don't know, maybe in hindsight this is going to sound like I'm just trying to be edgy for edgy's sake. But what I really wanted, um, because I think it's in the trailer, um, when uh, Iron Man's uh, chest overloads and blows um, uh, Captain America off of him. Yeah. I wanted that to kill him. Oh, God. (laughs) And yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, this this is a little extreme, but it's fine that it didn't happen. Like, I'm not upset or anything, or like, I'm smarter. But um, this was just what I thought before I saw the movie, what I thought would be really cool. Yeah. Um, So it kills him by accident. And Tony's like, you know, get up, Rogers, get up, because, you know, the whole I could do this all day kind of mirror. I thought yeah. that would be a good place, really, for it to end. Just a good callback. Yeah. yeah, yes, yeah. Um, And he doesn't get up, and Tony's like, oh, shit, it's not what I wanted. And this was, again, before I understood the, uh, the mother reveal, which changes this ending to where it doesn't work as much yeah. about his mom. So this doesn't, so if that didn't exist, this is what this is. Um, and then Bucky comes to from getting knocked out earlier and realizes Steve's dead. And like his whole thing is like, oh, fuck. No, Steve is basically dead for defending me. But you yeah. still killed him. And like, I don't know, his like super soldier blind rage thing kicks in. And he kind of like punches Tony to death and oh, kills God. him. And and it's kind of like a blackout roid rage thing. More I think Jesus. about it, which is pretty fucked up. Yeah, yeah. But the, so the thing is, though, after all that, he takes both bodies and gives them to um, Fury and turns himself in and is like, he's like, I did this and this is wrong and we need to fix this, blah, blah, blah. So he goes to like the raft, just him and everyone else gets 
cleared or whatever and things go on then like at the beginning of infinity war or something they bring him out to be the next captain america to try to redeem himself is what i thought would have been interesting but with the he killed my mother reveal that doesn't really work at all it's too yeah. self-serving <laughs> yeah but but i i thought i like really tragic redemption shit though i think yeah. that would have been cool where like he wants to do better because he realizes he's still just like a killer yeah by, by blindly murdering tony <laughs> see i don't think they'll ever kill tony because yeah like, i don't know what they're I, doing man. i think i think steve's done like steve's gone interesting uh, i mean did you see his post on twitter after like the last day of shooting yeah, for reshoots for no Avengers you're right 4? but also right. here's why they'll never kill tony because they can give him off in the sunset he gets married has kids he has his happy ending Oh, they can still write them off kind of like, okay, I guess what you're saying. if eight years from now, these movies aren't making as much money. Old man Stark. You can bring <laughs> back Iron Man. Yeah, fair. And, and get just a just an injection right back in the arm of, of excitement and hype. Yeah. That's why, I feel like it would, honestly, if, I, if it was me, I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't kill him. Well, no, you keep him on the sideline. You bring him back when you need him. Yeah, that's, no, yeah, that makes total sense. Yeah, but yeah, I think uh, I really like Zemo as a villain. I think his like it's he's one of the by a mile the most interesting villains they've done. Yeah, he he has, and he's still around. People yep. don't talk about that. He could yep. he could show up. Yeah, he's um, not as black and white as as a lot of the other villains, and he doesn't you know he's not a comic yeah, book villain. He's he is so just like morally complex. It's I remember yep. list when he's listening to his uh, wife's final um, voicemail. Yep. And, like, it's confusing because they don't bring it up. He's just yep. in the airport listening to it. Mm -hmm. It's crazy. That's just, like, he's listen yep. he constantly listens to his dead wife's voicemail. That's so intense. It's and really like, good. And he's so smart. Like, he's like, I've seen these guys fight. I know I can't beat them. But I can undermine them. I can, like, yeah. basically, I can find a weak spot and just Damn it. drill it home. Dude, him and Killmonger would have been an amazing oh, man. Yeah. team threat. Like, Those oh my god, too really. I, they, just, I feel like they like, could have done a, an Avengers movie together right? by themselves. Like, Shit. Civil War was such a big movie with all the heroes and stuff in it. I th I feel like Zemo doesn't get talked about enough. Yeah, uh, he, he just kind of he kind of got he lost really in does. the shuffle. Yeah, um, he's, and Daniel he's Brewer very poignant, is a and he's the actor. kind of. He's the kind of villain that people talk about they wish they had, but yep. yeah, they overlook him just because of how many heroes there are. Yep. But you're totally right. Yeah, he should definitely get more credit for this film. Everybody go uh, go watch Lost, or not Lost, go watch Rush. Oh, the, yeah. The Ron Howard F1 movie starring Chris Hemsworth and Daniel Brühl. So good. God, awesome. I love that movie. Gotta watch that. I've been wanting to. I just keep forgetting. It's so good. I saw it in theaters. Ah, oh, such a good movie. Nice. What? I said nice, and then oh. I yawned at the same time. Okay. I was, I was wondering like, what that crap. was. Mm -hmm. Oh, apparently he appeared in Black Panther as a photograph. Maybe that means something. I mean, I, I think they've said uh, uh, pretty plainly that, like, oh, yeah, he might come back. Yeah. Like, we, we left it open. Uh, Honestly, then, they've really just got to get through the Infinity War thing, and yep. then we're, we'll probably get more. I do. I'm I'm very interested. I assume they have the next ten years still planned, but I'm oh, impressed they're they keeping do. it quiet. 
that it's um, really weird. Like it feels like like right before Ultron, they had they everything dumped. up until now planned out. Yep, they, they haven't. They had said this big shit. event. They had this big event yep. where they dumped everything. They announced Chadwick Boseman as uh, Black Panther. Black Panther. Yep. Um, now some of that still changed. Like that Inhumans movie. Oh yeah. They, oh man. And uh, and Captain Marvel, you know, got, got pushed, pushed back a couple times. Hard. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, like it feels like they're just waiting for, um, they're waiting for the Avengers four to come out, and then after Avengers yep. four, boom, here's everything. Because like the only movie we have, like we have Captain Marvel, Avengers four, and Spider Man Far From Home. We don't yeah. know anything else after that. Yeah, there was Guardians three, but that's yep. in limbo now. And that's that's all of twenty nineteen. So like, yeah. they'll probably announce everything through like twenty twenty three, maybe. Yeah. Which just it's gonna be... feels like science fiction when I <laughs> that say we're those reaching years. that year. Yeah, and that's not twenty twenty, that man. Away. That's a weird. It's yeah, really weird close. Thing. It's wild. New decades is always like that. I remember. I still vividly remember where I was when on you know, twelve a.m. January first, two thousand ten. Yeah, um, I don't, but I remember feeling like it was weird. We were in two thousand ten. I thought that was really right? crazy. Yeah. Um. So yeah, ten years. Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, we're gonna be doing this for ten years, right? That's when we get when we get uh, n- noticed. <laughs> um, <laughs> we'll see. Uh, uh, oh, he's in um the Alienist, which I heard was pretty good. Yeah. Uh, that seems yeah. Uh, I haven't With seen Luke Evans. That's a cool team. <laughs> yeah, think... and it's got somebody else in it. Dakota Fanning. Dakota Fanning. That's right. Uh, yeah, it seems cool. It's like a weird, like, limited series, I think, on FX. It's got a yeah. weird name. Like, it's not a great name. Yeah. Um. Certainly not the best. Yeah, it's in the uh, 1890s. Yep. I don't know, they, 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 uh, suggest some supernatural stuff, but they haven't really outright shown any trailer-wise, so I have no clue. I don't think it is. Yeah. Uh... Because I think it's um, shot very strangely for a crime genre drama, though. Yeah, well, I mean, it's you know, eighteen hundred serial killer in New York. Yeah. yeah. Um, what is it? the term alienist means? It's a psychologist. That's what it is. Like yeah. back in the day, They're back in the day, alienists. a psychologist was just called an alienist. Yeah. Um, and so that's why it's called that. It's a very not great name. Yeah, for for us because of the time, but I mean, you know, yeah, you gotta do what you got. Yes. Um. So. And so then, uh, just tell me a story. Oh God. Oh. Hey, what's up, Hotshot? Maybe he. How's the party? Tell me about that tip. What? I want to know about that tip. Oh, baby, time! It's so on right now. Calm down, all right? I just need to know where it came from. It's got to be airtight. Okay. I was at a wine tasting with my cousin Ernesto. 
was mainly reds, and, and you know I don't like reds, man. You know, but there was a rosé that saved the day. It was delightful. And he tells me about this girl, Emily, that we used to kick it with. It was actually the first pair of boobs that I ever touched. It's the wrong details. It's the wrong. It has nothing to do with the story. <laughs> Go. So uh, he tells me that she's working as a housekeeper now, right? And she's dating this dude, Carlos, who's a shot caller from across the bay. And she tells him about the dude that she's cleaning for. Right, that he's like this big shot CEO that is all retired now, but is loaded. And so Carlos and Ernesto are on the same softball team. And they get to talking, right? And here comes a good part. Carlos says, yo, man, this guy's got a big ass safe just sitting in the basement, just chilling. Of course, Ernesto comes to me because he knows I got mad demons killed. Of course, I ask him, did Emily tell Carlos to tell you to get to me what kind of safe it was? And he says, nah, dog. All she said is that it's like super legit and whatever's in it, it's gotta be good. What? Old man have safe. And it's uh. gone for a week. All right, there's an old <laughs> God. Damn it. Old God man bless. has safe. <laughs> old men have safe. <laughs> There's a rose that saved the day, man. A rose God. that saved the day. Remember oh my God. Remember <clears throat> for like three years from twenty twelve to twenty thirteen when Corey Stoll was a thing? Uh um, he was the villain in Ant Man? Yeah, that's right. And he was on the strain. Like um, he and like, he hit it big with House of Cards. That's and right. Then he got cast on the strain, and was the villain in Ant Man, and he was in Black Mass. That was about it. Yeah, that was weird. But yeah, uh, Ant Man. We talked about Ant Man uh, and the Wasp uh, fairly recently, and this movie is just kind of like a 1.0 version of that. Yeah. Um, very very similar, but smartly done. Um, I, I still wonder to this day, uh, how much was, uh, Edgar Wright and how much wasn't. Um, yeah. And I'm still, so, I'm still a little like foggy on why he left. The big rumor uh, was he wanted Hank Pym to be the ba no. ultimate bad guy. No. Which I think is, no, yeah. No, it was because, right to me either. no, it was because I don't blame Marvel for this. Basically, uh -huh. he wanted just to kind of make it as a standalone thing. Oh, uh, like, he didn't want to have to add all the extra MCU stuff to connect it to the other movies. And Marvel was like, nah, that's what we do. And that's he didn't weird. want to. And so he left. That's really weird. He seems like the kind of guy who would like to do something like that. Oh, like, he, he just kind of wanted it to be his own thing. Yeah. Um, And so, yeah, uh, it's came right. It, like, I like the idea that Ant-Man is there to be kind of the soft reset after, like, the big uh, world-shaking movies. Yeah. Because you have Age of Ultron, and then Ant-Man, and then you have uh, Infinity War, and then you have Ant-Man. Yep. <laughs> Just like, hey, let's do something small and, and focused and really fun and down. funny. Yep, yeah. Let's ground this down. Uh, so, yeah, so Paul Rudd is Scott Lang, who is the petty crook who just got out of jail. Paul Rudd's way too good for this earth. He's great. Um, God, Paul Rudd's great. Do you know about the internet's never-ending desire to have him and Sean William Scott be uh, Ted Cord, the Blue Beetle, and Booster Gold? <laughs> they've they've wanted that for years, and God, God I'd love it, but it'll never happen because but it's, there will but probably it'll... never be a Blue Beetle Booster Gold movie. Yep. But listen, they they do, but it's just a sequel to uh, Role Models. 
No, yeah, that's like when role models came out. That was the response: was can they just be Blue Beetle and Booster Gold? Yeah. That was the movie where that started. Yeah, God, that's great. He's so good. It's easy to forget how good he is. Like him in What Hot American Summer is one of the funniest things I've ever seen. <laughs> uh, and then yeah, um, he's a lovable son of a bitch. Yep, uh, Evangeline Lilly, good but underutilized. Uh, as many people yeah, in lo- her position I love that are. She's, yeah, I love that she's managed to stay. I was always worried about when Lost was over where she would go. Um, but she's stuck around. She's had a lot of high-profile stuff. Very happy for her. I, I wish in that movie, instead of saving the Wasp stuff for the second one, I wish she had gotten the suit like in the third act in the final like big climactic ma- battle was her and Ant-Man fighting Corey Stoll. Yeah, that'd have been like, fine. That'd I feel like that would have been better. You know, yeah. not to not to have the mid-credit sequence at the end just be like, uh-huh, see, see? It's gonna happen in three years. What was what was that movie? Oh no, it was they they actually did that uh the first Iron Man too, where um uh think or was it the second one where Rhodes looked at uh one of the oh yeah that uh, was the first one yeah 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 so it was Terrence yeah. Howard right yeah, yeah he looked at it and he was like, he was next, like time. next time yeah yeah so um, that's just the thing Disney does right it's the thing Marvel does Disney Marvel yeah it's two very different production studios uh uh, then you have Michael Your Pena. Face is a different production studio. Got him, Michael Pena as the <laughs> MVP oh my of God. this movie. Where did where did he come from? Because it feels like I've seen him everywhere and never seen him before at the same time. Oh no, time. yeah, oh no, Michael Pena is a long time. I've I've always really liked Michael Pena. Uh, yeah, Michael he's in, Pena. Yeah, he's great. Like he's in uh, he was in Million Dollar Baby. Um, he's just in a little bit of everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was. Really it feels like at, he kind of has a John C. Riley style discography kinda, or filmography. Yeah. A little in, in a little bit of everything. Like he was in uh, yeah. End of Watch. He was really good in End of Watch. That's right. That's right. And that's the thing is, it's hard to think of him as the End of Watch guy and like yep. in Fury, but he was also in like fucking um, Tower Heist. Yep. Like it's it's weird. He goes back and forth in a very interesting way. Yeah, he like was in My Little Pony so, the movie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's really, really. Uh... He was in Crash. Yeah, man, he definitely is up and down. Uh, ah, he, uh, yeah, he's incredibly uh, uh, versatile. He was in yes. the show called Grace Point, which was a remake on Fox of the UK series Broadchurch, um, uh-huh. which was about um, David Tennant. And another detective investigating a oh, wow. murder of a like a child in a very small, tightly knit town. Yeah. Um. And he was and he was in the uh, the American version. I actually watched all of it. I really liked it, kind of until the very end. the The reveal at the end was kind of a letdown. Um. And so, uh, but yeah, he was he was really good in that. He was one of the the uh leads. He was also in the Shield. Like he's in a like he's real good. He's uh he's, he's also gonna be in the Dora the Explorer movie as yep. Dora's father. Yep. So all right um, then. He's also in 
the new Marco Narcos. Uh, oh yeah, Narcos Mexico. I keep forgetting about that show. Yeah, it's interesting. Uh, I wonder what they're gonna because like because the new show. Okay, all right. Um, so it's a weird thing. It's really interesting. It's something only Netflix could do. So you had Narcos had three seasons, yeah. and and the fourth season was gonna be this like kind of new thing in Mexico, and they decided actually fuck it. Narcos just ends with the third season, and we're resetting with Narcos in Mexico. That's a new show. That's a new show, but has the same production. Like everybody's the same people are still making it, but it's like different story, different cast. That very so much sounds like a Netflix thing. Yeah, uh, that's it's cool. interesting. Yeah, um, but yeah, and then you like him, uh, Ti, and David yeah. Dostomalchian uh, are good Those the three wombats. guys. Uh, David Desmolchian was, uh, I don't, I think it already happened, was, like, the big name, high-profile guest of honor at the, uh, Memphis Comic Con this year. He was the <laughs> guy. Um, oh my god. He, he played, um, hilarious villain Abracadabra in The Flash. Who, David Desmolchian? Yeah. Oh, huh. Yep, he was in the Flash TV series as Abracadabra, which is nice. like a super C-list villain. It's great. Yeah. That's perfect um, for him. I want to go watch just that episode now. And then, uh, again... Oh, wow. Crim- criminally underutilized Judy Greer. Never gets used well enough. Oh, man. Real quick, um, back still on David. His first credited film thing is being on The Dark Knight. Yeah, he was the, the guy that uh, Harvey Dent kidnaps. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, where like he's gonna like shoot him, and then Batman's just like this guy is like from a mental asylum. He's you know he doesn't know what he's doing. That's crazy. That's yeah, cool. That's a cool first thing to have. Yeah. Um. But yeah, he's a Baba he was in Blade Yaga. Runner twenty forty nine. Yeah. Baba Yaga. This guy. Baba Yaga. Um, it's so good. Michael Douglas is fantastic in it. Uh, man. Remember, like, seven years ago where Michael Douglas, Michael Douglas was, was on inch, Death's Door? Was an inch yeah. away from death? Yeah. Do and you he know, came back and... Do you what? know what it was? See, oh, throat cancer. Oh, no, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you um, know how he got it? Um, I'll let you say it because, just in case I'm wrong, he, but... It was, I believe, uh, a strand of HPV he got from yeah. going down on his wife. Yes. Yep. Which, um, listen, I could think of, I could, I, I could think amazing. of higher costs to pay to do that to Catherine Zeta-Jones. Right, um, like, wow. And yeah, and yeah, he bounced back hard, and he's so good in it. Um, yeah. uh, and then, okay, this movie has one of my favorite, I picked it up the moment I saw it, it died laughing, but it is one of the deepest cut Easter eggs I have ever seen. Yes. So, when Ant-Man is escaping, like, at the first time he's in the suit, and Scott Lang is talking to him, and he's, like, in the shower and stuff like that, he jumps yeah. out the window, goes back bid, big, and lands on a car. There's an older black man driving that car. That guy is Garrett Morris, who was one of the original uh, cast members of Saturday Night Live. There was a skit. There was a skit in, like, the first season of Saturday Night Live you've probably seen where it's like all sorts of different superheroes coming to visit. John Belushi, like having a party. John Belushi played uh, the Hulk. Um, I think Bill Murray was Superman. And Garrett Morris 
played Ant-Man. That's crazy. In that skit in the first season of Saturday Night Live. And Scott, De- like, or, and, um, not Scott Derrickson, uh, Peyton Reed, like, the movie came out and somebody tweeted at him, was like, was that un- intentional? And he was just like, I'm so glad somebody got that. That Easter egg was my baby. It made me so happy to be able to do that. Yeah, okay, see, I see Garrett Mort's face and he, ha- Garrett Morrison's, Morris's face. Yeah. And... He is super recognizable. Yep. I remember him now. In He's that. the guy That's great. who on That's awesome. on Weekend Update would be the guy from the school for the deaf. Deaf, where uh, yeah. Chevy Chevy Chase would be like, you know, and and then you know, and Gerald Ford had some statements today, and then he. He's like here for and here for our hard of hearing uh, uh, watchers. You think he's gonna do sign language? And he's like uh, Gerald Ford had some words yeah, today, like- and then he would just be like Gerald Ford had some words today. Yeah, yep, yep. That's great. Uh, Yeah, I saw that in the theater and I died laughing because I had seen that skit not too long before for whatever reason. I just stumbled across on YouTube or something and then like saw him. I was like, oh my God, that's Garrett Morris. Holy crap. What a good, good joke. That's that's intense. I love it. Yeah, it's like uh, in Rango when Rango ends on the windshield of the car of the two guys from uh, From, what's it? Yeah, uh, Fear and Loathing. Fear and Loathing, yeah. Which That's is really a more great. obvious reference, but definitely not for the intended audience for that movie. Absolutely. Like, that's crazy. Like, yep. that's really cool, though. Um, that, that whole thing. Having him go to the Avengers compound and have his fight with Falcon was great, where he beats Falcon. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't beat me. I, I kind of beat you. I kind of beat you. <laughs> <laughs> uh bobby cannavale uh i like i love the change in bobby cannavale's character between this movie and the next one yeah. where like he's just kind of a hard-ass like super stereotypical stepdad in this movie and then in the second one he just like loves uh scott and hugs him every time he can and is just like very like not played for homophobic laughs platonic yeah. dude affection which is makes me very happy patrick wilson was originally supposed to be uh, that character apparently huh yeah he had scheduling conflicts couldn't do it i think bobby cannavale is a better fit no it works um yeah Bo- bobby cannavale in um ant-man wasp just makes me yes. think he belonged on like yep. the set of everybody loves raymond absolutely like he's yeah uh <laughs> yeah. yeah he's like he's he's too much of a like a meathead yeah, <laughs> to kind of yeah. be like, or no, he's the right amount of meathead. Like, yeah, Patrick yeah. Wilson isn't enough of a meathead. No, no, fair, absolutely. I agree. Um, also, it took me forever to to print it because it's I it's spelled Bobby Cannavale. Yeah, and that's how I pronounced it for a while, but before I heard it being pronounced as Bobby Cannavale. Um, yeah, God, he's in he's he's really funny too. Uh, he's fantastic in I Tanya and in Jumanji, the new Jumanji. Who is he in Jumanji? He's the bad guy, right? Uh, yeah, Russell Van Pelt. Yeah, he's Van Pelt. <laughs> yeah. Um, he's in Spy. I haven't seen Spy yet. I kind of oh want to. Oh my god. I think you Spy looks pretty Spy. damn funny. Yeah, I just hadn't we, had the We were just talking chance. about Jason Statham. Jason Statham yep. in that movie. No, is... no. I've seen the parts of Jason Statham being the best person on the planet. <laughs> it's so like... great. Like, I love Jason Statham knows how to make fun of himself. That's a good thing to have when you're someone who looks when and you're acts Jason like Jason Statham. Statham. Like, yeah. yeah, it's it's a good thing to do when you're Jason Statham. It makes me, like... it makes me think of the the one super clever thing in Machete yeah. at the end with um, uh, um, 
Oh my god, what's his name? Not Stallone, the other one. The was lesser it, one. Was it uh was it Mel Gibson? No, 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 no. The first Machete. Um I've I haven't seen either. Steven of them. Seagal. Okay. Steven Seagal, he he stabs Steven Seagal, he's the bad guy. Yeah. And Steven Seagal just pushes into it. He goes, You think you get to kill me? I get to decide who's gonna kill me. I am gonna kill me. God. And he like finishes himself off and dies. And God. so that joke, me and my dad goes like only Steven Seagal can kill Steven and, Seagal. And fucking Jason Statham like improvise like just play a sweat to me. Jesus What are you doing in my room? Well, how did I get into this shitbox hotel room? Because I'm a real spy. I thought you quit. We have to stop the sale of a nuclear bomb. They send in someone who looks like Santa Claus's fucking wife. Uh, <laughs> did you forget? I am undercover. Because you're not supposed to be here. Well, I make a habit of doing things that people say I can't do. Walk through fire. Water ski blindfolded. Take up piano at a late age. And I'm going <laughs> to take down Beluga and Raina and Dudyev. I'm going to get that bomb back. Why do you even care what I do? You really think you're ready for the field? I once used defibrillators on myself. I put shards of glass in my fucking eye. I've jumped from a high-rise building using only a raincoat as a parachute and broke both legs upon landing and I still had to pretend I was in a fucking Cirque du Soleil show <laughs> swallowed enough microchips and shit them back out again to make a computer this arm has been ripped off completely and reattached with this fucking arm who knows if that's possible I mean medically during the threat of an assassination attempt I appeared convincingly in front of Congress as Barack Obama. In blackface? That's inappropriate. I watched the woman I love get tossed from a plane and hit by another plane midair. Drive a car off a freeway on top of a train while I was on fire. Not the car. I was on fire. This is your intense. And the best part of it. All of that is improvised. That wasn't written for him. That was all. So what Jason you're telling Statham. me is Jason Statham actually took up piano at a late age. Yes. Uh, <laughs> we're gonna talk about Spy for a minute. So Spy. Uh -huh. Here's the thing with Spy that they that they didn't get across in the trailers. In the trailers, it's like, oh hey, funny fat person fall down. But like in the movie, she's the most fucking capable spy like in the movie she's incredibly good she just like yeah. gets held back by people like she's a she's you know back at headquarters on an earpiece not because she couldn't be out in the field but because like jude law's character didn't want her out in the field because yeah. she would have upstood like she would have made him look bad and so they should have gotten that across in the trailers because like the trailers just like a lot of people didn't see it because it That's didn't get that across it just felt like it's like oh hey this she fell over isn't that funny it's a melissa mccarthy movie go yeah. see it ha 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 uh, it still made when, its money but yeah oh yeah uh but yeah no it's so much better than that god it just yeah, i always figured so it especially good. from that 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 paul james oh, Our, oh, paul feig no. is so good yeah yeah but just that james that jason statham spot like, I, I've seen that yep. before, and it makes yep. me laugh the same amount every time. Uh, this arm has been torn off completely and reattached with this arm. This fucking arm. It's, this fucking... Convincingly, is Barack Obama in black face? That's not appropriate. God. Oh, my God. It's so good. What's <laughs> the love of my life? Throw it out of play. <laughs> you hit by another plane in me. <laughs> 
No, I'm gonna. And take also, it I hit a car with a train on fire. It's like it wasn't that in Fast Five, Seven. Like, I was about to say, boy, I'm about to just put together everything we've been talking about today and watch Fast Seven when we're done with this, right? Like, but just, I'm, I mean, I'm not ready. I mean, I wasn't looking to cry myself to sleep today, but I mean, that's what you're. That's the contract you're entering into when you decide to watch Fast Seven. Yep. But oh boy, my, oh, before you geez. get there, it's a hell of a ride. Uh, yep. But Ant Man. <laughs> Yeah, that's what we're talking about, Ant Man. Yeah, Paul Rudd's right. adorable, oh, pretty, uh, pretty, pretty man. Yes. Um, and then, uh, pretty the, man. Your post credit. Oh, yeah. of fifteen years, you're still together with your nice children and your everything people would want in a celebrity. Who are you, who are Paul you talking Rudd. about? Paul Rudd. Oh, okay. He's um, he's been with his wife since 2003 because he's a oh, good wow. person. Um, right, right. Isn't that sad? How we say that about an actor? I'm like, whoa, cool. I mean, He's I only it. been married to one person for over a decade. Hey, <gasps> oh my god. You want to hear the most incredible exactly. thing that's going to make you love him even more? Oh, fuck. What? In 2014, Paul Rudd and Jeffrey Dean Morgan, uh, since 2014, they have been co-owners of Samuel's Sweet Shop in the town of Rhinebeck, New York, a candy store that they saved from being closed after the previous owner, their friend, died suddenly. They saved a candy store from shutting down. <laughs> like what like oh and then then they saved a, then they saved a baby that was trapped on a train track <laughs> so we can never ever allow paul rudd and dave Grohl in the same room because if that <laughs> room exploded we would lose way too much it's like the it's like the the president and the vice president can't ride on uh air force one <laughs> at the same time exactly uh, it's not allowed. Throw, we can't throw, do that. Oh my throw god! Shay Serrano on there too, because that he's he's at the top of my list of like celebrities I don't want anything bad to happen to, or to find out they're a shithead. Um, yeah. Oh god. Uh, please, Paul Rudd, always be this great. Oh yeah, Paul Rudd. Like, Fuck. look at him. Look at him. I know. He couldn't. <laughs> look at him. <laughs> look at him. You said it, and I scrolled up all the way up to his main picture where it's just that fucking I, sweet boy smile. You, know, you want to know what's crazy? I did the what? exact same thing. Ah! <laughs> like, I'm on his Wikipedia page, and you, I, I look at him as I'm scrolling up to look at his pictures. just like, oh, look at him. Your face makes me want to punch you just so I'll immediately feel bad for doing it. No, I, your face <laughs> makes me want to punch you so I can make it feel bad so I can kiss it and make it better. <laughs> You self-serving bet. <laughs> uh, also, he co-wrote Ant-Man. That's awesome. Uh, with uh, Adam McKay. Uh, um, the is, first know, one or Ant-Man Watts? First one. Okay, cool. Uh, with Good Adam McKay, him. who is our Lord and Savior, who went from doing Step Brothers and Talladega Nights and Anchorman to The Big Short and Vice. That guy's great. That period. dude's really good. That dude's really good at, at everything. I'm so um, excited for Vice. Vice is gonna rock my <laughs> fucking world. Oh my god! Just the fact that I could, I just couldn't figure out who that was yeah, the Christian entire Bale. time, and yeah. then it's like Christian Bale, and I was like, Oh my god! Yeah. Like I didn't Oof. find out. I, I I found out about it a couple months ago because I was just like, What's Adam McKay doing? Like he hasn't done anything since The Big Short, and I just went on Wikipedia page. It's like this movie called Vice, and I clicked on it and just read it, and just oh my god. Yeah, how how much did how many fluids did you lose when like the man started playing? That was 
by the killers. Even my friends who like Josh, my friend who doesn't like that song, I was... the trailer got posted. <laughs> I sent it to him, and he sent it back, and or he replied back, and he was just like, "That trailer was incredible, and that's really good use of that song." Yeah, and honestly, like it makes yep. sense that oh, that yeah. a dude who did Talladega Nights and the other guys could do this yep. political shit too. It's but like we need more like that. More this feels that like, level of insight. This feels like him going more leaning harder into satire and comedy than he did with the big short. Like the big short was still a, a, a very funny movie um, and kind of satirical, but it was still like kind of right down the middle. But this one, it feels like way more like you got Sam Rockwell, or George W. Bush, you know what you're doing. Right. But you know, you're going to be like, Oh no. Sick but, to but, your stomach. But at it's the still going to tell end. the story. It's yes. going to tell the story straight down the middle, but all of the accoutrement around it. Is yeah. gonna be. I mean, you know, Christian Bale has like yep. a scene at an hour and forty five minutes by himself in a dark room that's supposed to be Oscar baity as fuck. That's yep. going to make you afraid of Republicans. Implying I'm not already uh, afraid. Er. Okay. Also, Tyler Perry <laughs> is Colin Powell in that movie. <laughs> I laughed this much when I first heard that. Yep. Also, <laughs> fucking Tyler Bill Perry. Pullman? You know, you realize Tyler Perry is gonna be acting like he realizes yep. he's in a movie, and it's yep. gonna be great. Also, Bill Pullman is playing Nelson Rockefeller. I want you to look oh, at that boy. picture of Nelson Rockefeller on Wikipedia and tell me that doesn't just look like Bill Pullman. No, it it does. It's it's, it's just scary. Bill Pullman. It's yeah. No, no, no. I. I remember looking all these guys up, especially like Steve Carell as Donald Rumsfeld yep. kills me. So good. Like it's just like whoa. Um it, it's intense. It's and all then, uh, very intense. And then he's also producing Holmes and Watson. Which Braun Strowman's Braun, like so my favorite great. thing in the world is looking at that Wikipedia page. Will Ferrell is Sherlock Holmes, John C. Riley, Rebecca Hall, Ray Fines, Lauren Lapkus, Hugh Laurie. And then just at the very bottom, Braun Strowman. <laughs> it's so good. It's, oh my god. I wonder if he's gonna like, be, cre- he's gotta be credited as Braun Strowman, not Adam Schur, I would imagine. Brain Strongman. Yeah. <laughs> uh, cause yeah, uh. like, I, cause I saw that trailer, cause the WWE posted about it on Twitter, and then I was like, I just need to get the link for this trailer and send it out before everybody knows there's a wrestler in it. Because right. I sent it to you and noobs and was like, don't do, don't look at anything. Just watch this. You'll know it when you see it. I audibly gasped. I was like, oh. yeah. I was like, oh god, yeah. Um, and it shows like, how good like John, like John C. Riley is that he can do like Holmes and Watson, uh, and also you know, Boogie Nights. And also, he's doing Stan and yeah. Holly. Um, yeah, no, year. that's what I was saying earlier about yeah. um, uh, 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 Michael Pena. Like, yeah. the, the, the random depth yeah. is really impressive. Also, Steve Coogan and John C. Riley are in Stan and Ollie, which is about Laurel and Hardy. Steve <laughs> Coogan is also in Holmes and Watson. Oh, my God. There's just this they are huge, in huge two movies going together on. this yeah. Christmas. Who is John C. Riley in... in uh, Skull Island, Kong Skull Island. Who was he? Oh, I, I can't remember. remember his name. He's the crazy guy on the uh, on the island that was like. Yes, left that's it. We're all gonna die. That's fine. You guys are great. The pay- um, listen, 
He played Steve Brule in that movie. Like, think about it. Was he not just playing Steve Brule? Yeah. Um, like, but he who's Steve oh, Brule? I'm sorry. From from uh, Tim and Eric, the come on, dummies, oh, for your oh, health. Oh, to the point oh, where yeah. his jacket, his the <laughs> back of his jacket said "For Your Health" on it. Yeah. <laughs> That's, That's why I love Kong Skull Island because they knew exactly what they were doing in that movie. Yeah, no, that movie's great. That movie, that movie has Samuel Jackson staring down King Kong while things explode around them. <laughs> they know exactly what they're doing in that the, movie. Yeah, that movie is so good. God, Better I love than people. that movie. Better than people respect it, and I can't wait for fucking Godzilla vs. Kong. I oh saw God, that movie in theaters and could not have been more happy when I walked out. Yeah, it was great. It God, was what a exactly good movie. What it, yep. Samuel There's a few films that knows what it's doing yep. like that, and I would, I would, I would put that in the argument that I did earlier about um, the Brendan Fraser mummy movies yeah. and stuff. It's that kind yeah, of no, thing. I miss those oh, yeah, films so much. Like I miss that movie, feeling when I go to movies. Yeah, like this movie knows exactly what it's doing, and it is like. It hits every Vietnam War movie trope in the most loving way possible. Yeah. Like, there's like, what, maybe 10 minutes before we have, like, Sympathy for the Devil. And it's like, yes, all right, here we go. Here we go. Yep. Give me Fortunate Son and all on the Watchtower. Let's get the trifecta. Yep. yep. Uh, Is that a monkey? Um. And then, at the end, Samuel L. Jackson dies, spoiler alert, as he's saying, you mother... And he fucking yeah. died, like... He Come gets stepped on. on. It's so Come great. Come on! Oh, I love that movie. Yep. And Jordan Vogt Roberts. I he's a really good dude. I like him a lot. Um, he's currently attempting to get the Metal Gear Solid movie off the ground. <laughs> good luck. But to be fair, uh, um, uh, I think he's the best one to do it because he is very close friends with Hideo Kojima. Yeah. The guy behind Metal Gear Solid. Uh, because I mean, Kojima chance. loves his movies. Yeah. Uh, but, um, but, but yeah, uh, Ant-Man's Ant-Man. Uh, let me see, who wrote? Oh, Paul Rudd did kind of write Ant-Man and the Wasp, and Wasp a little bit. He okay. he also did, he, he, the, <coughs> the head writer is Chris McKenna, who is very good. Uh, he wrote for a lot of community, um, and the Mindy Project. Adam McKay was a good replacement for Edgar Wright as far as screenplay goes. Oh, yeah. And honestly, I really like Peyton Reed as a director. Yeah, Uh, where did he come from? People Bring it on. That's funny. Good for him. That's about it. Like, he did Bring It On. He did Yes Man and the Breakup, which are movies I remember existing but never watched. We went to the movie. Okay, so in 2008, the the you know the other theater in Oxford, the the one, the nicer one with the bowling alley. Yes, yes. Uh, back when that first got built, that was you know that was not. Uh, it was built in like 2006, 2007. It was open for like two months and it shut down because Malco right. just starved him out. And then it got reopened in 2008 as the Amp. And basically, the deal was it was cheaper, and they didn't show. They showed movies like after they'd been out in theaters for like three weeks. Yeah. Um and that basically stopped Malco from starving them. And we went there one night. It was me and Josh and Andy and a few other people. And like four of them went and saw Yes Man and yeah. a few of us went and saw the Tom Cruise movie Valkyrie. I That's... think you guys won. Uh, uh we did because it shows because <laughs> there's one point in that movie cuz Tom Cruise like doesn't have his right arm and he throws his <laughs> nub up in the air and does How Hitler. 
and we died laughing at that, so we won. That is fun. That that image is funnier than anything in Yes Man. I am confident. Valkyrie is a weird movie, man. It's a weird movie. Uh, I remember, that, I, but that's the, where the infamous um, your PlayStation Four has been hacked, sir. Meme came from. Yep. Um, wait. Isn't it in that where Hitler like no, is yelling and screaming? No, that's from for the like, movie oh. called the Downfall, I think. That's from oh, a really? ger- that's from like a, a two thousand seven German movie or ah. something like that. Well that's why I got it mixed up. They were so close together time. Yeah, I, I was like I was like wait a minute. That's there's not that similar but no oh no, I'm sorry, it's two thousand four. Still close enough. Actually, oh, okay. actually no, because uh the first downfall meme I actually heard about this not too long ago was made in like fall two thousand eight. Okay. So you saw them at around the same time. It makes sense. Yeah, um, probably. I knew that it theater wasn't going to last because I went. I saw a movie. I got yeah. a pretty decent sized order of chili cheese fries, chicken tenders, and a large drink. And all told, it was like twelve dollars. And I was like, "Oh, these people are going to these. Th- we're, I'm going to enjoy this while it lasts because this place is about to shut down." And sure enough, they were yeah. closed in like six months. Yeah, I didn't live there at the time, and then yeah. Malco, I think, bought the new one, or whatever. So they have two now. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They bought the new one and put the uh, boy. Let me tell you, it's super local conversations. But yes, they uh, they built built the new. They bought the new <laughs> one and built a bowling alley on it and stuff like that. Oh man, Valkyrie was directed by Brian Singer. That explains everything. Oh god, <laughs> you forgot that. They I forgot need to get rid of this picture of, of Brian movie. Singer in 2015 because he just looks like a super evil twin to Channing Tatum and I don't he like it. He really does. I, and I don't want that associated with Channing Tatum. Right. It's a bummer that uh, that Brian Singer is getting to keep sole directorial credit on Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah, I don't like it either. It's really it's don't. a lot of like, it's just like how the Directors Guild works. Like it's nobody's fault really. It's just like yeah. a loophole with the rules. But still... It's a bummer. I'm gonna see that today, though. I'm really excited. Oh yeah, yeah. Because I've I've been wanting to see this. I'm mostly for Rami Malek, which everyone yeah. says he's perfect. And and I have this weird thing, and this is totally on on me. But as far as like um, biographical films go, if the main actor gets the person right, to me that's at least a 70% success rate. Like, um, fucking, uh, the best example I can think of is, um, is Leonardo DiCaprio and J. Edgar. Cause everything around, cause everything around that movie is kind of difficult and muddy and people kind of can't hold a candle scene to scene with Leo, but he's so good. See, that I really I just, like that movie. I just think straight biopics like that are fucking boring. <laughs> like they're not interesting like i best, i love the best the, biopics like that are ones like kind of like lincoln or steve jobs where it's not an entire person's life it's one section in their life yeah it's like a snapshot i think that's really interesting but when you're just trying to tell a story like like the 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 number one example of it is walk the line where it's like yeah like that's just boring but i don't like walking phoenix like it's just yeah all right you're, it's just a super dry telling of this story it's why yeah. Walk Hard, the Dewey Cox story, is one of the funniest so movies ever made because it takes every single bit of that. It takes every one of those tropes and turns them on their head. It's hilarious. Yeah. Um, but I, 
I love biographical films mostly more for portrayals than the storytelling because I've read the story a million times. Yeah, I've watched it. It's, you know. It's, it just um, always like, feels uh, so dry. Just like a dry, it feels like someone's reading you a book. The most mixed bag for me where like it's up in the air, in my opinion, with, with which way you want to go, which I think is the same actor. I don't, uh, I might be mixed, forgetting one of them. It's Milk and Frost Nixon. Uh, no, yeah, Milk was Sean Penn, Frost Nixon was Michael Sheen. Yeah, that's it, thank you. I was um, missing, I was in Sean Penn, but I was yeah. in, in picturing Michael Sheen. Yeah. Though, um, I don't, thank you. I wouldn't compare those two, because Frost Nixon isn't a biopic as much as it is, like, it is about the time he interviewed, like, the the interview. Like, it's not about yeah. Frost's life. It's just about Well, like you said, interview. it's a very specific section. Yeah, oh no, I think that's great. And I think Milk's very good as well. Because, yeah, that's the yeah. type of thing that, I, I, that I'm into. Like, historical films that just tell yeah. the story of... Because I think it's it's why biopics don't work. Because you can't fit an entire... It's Ray is another yeah. one. You can't fit an entire life in a movie. Yeah, I'm not big on Ray. And, like, if I'll you can... I'll probably be... Like, if you, if you do, it's not going to be very good. Because you're not going to be able to linger on anything. But I again, think Bohemian Rhapsody will work because it's just about the band and not the individual lives. Hopefully. I just really I mean, hope... It just ends with his death Freddie Mercury not, dying. Yeah, yeah, that's. I will let you know, sir. Uh, actually, I just looked on Wikipedia. Okay. Oh, don't say. I'm nothing. not. I'm not gonna tell you anything. I know. Uh, I didn't mean guy. to be snappy. I was. Just... No, no, it's fine. No, I understand. Right. No, I, I wouldn't do that. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It seems fine. There's. I need to go to the movies. I haven't been to the movies in a while. Actually, I'll probably go. Uh, the Hate You Give is playing here. And that's a movie oh, that God, everyone needs to that. see. That is a movie that everyone needs to see. Um, yeah, I probably should. Because uh, I have actually, uh, I've, I haven't read all of it, but I've read a decent amount of the book. It's incredible. Uh, and it's so good. And it's, uh, it's a homegirl done good. Ange- Angela Thomas, the, uh, the writer of the book, is for, from Jackson, Mississippi. And so, yeah, I've heard I love, it's very good. I love how, I don't know how this is going to sound. How oh boy. significantly black the name Star Carter is. Cause, yeah. Because immediately you think of like um, Lil Wayne and Jay-Z because yeah. their last names were Carter and yeah. just stuff like it's that. A, like, that's it's pretty, a very good. That's very yeah, impressionable. See what, what you're saying. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, like that you know what gotten, it means. Like you hear that name it's like, oh, I get it. Yeah. But yeah, that movie's gotten such good reviews and like everything I've read about it is just like it is impossible to overpraise it every everyone needs to see this it's yeah. better be nominated for best picture and when i say everyone needs to see this i mean white people go see this this has been our new segment for the last 30 minutes by the way um it's fine <laughs> listen there's also I'm so just, much you can say yeah. about ant-man uh yeah like it's, no it's fine it's yeah, yeah. It, it like I, i've seen so much of it just like if this movie like listen the oscars have gotten better but if this movie isn't the um if this movie isn't the uh, front runner for a lot of different awards, the Oscars have regressed back to 2015. I mean, I mean Spielberg apparently, or not Spielberg? Um, what was I saying? Um, uh, that's a Stenberg and about. Uh, I see now. I totally messed that up. Go try again. But anyways, yeah. One second. Let my brain. Okay. Also, I want to see Overlord, which is like a Nazi zombie movie. Yeah, I heard that about looks that. really good. It looks like a good like grindhousey Nazi zombie movie. <laughs> which uh, you know, yeah, finally, quote unquote. 
Um, <laughs> oh, it's Dan not and Ollie the... comes out like December twenty eighth. Yeah, uh, man. So the There's girl on the spider's web December. is out, and it really bums me out that I don't want to see that. Yeah, because I said it's not real tomorrow like i read those three the first three books before the first movie came out and i i love those books i've read the girl in the spider's web i really enjoyed it um i need to read the new one but like yeah i don't know that first movie did you hear where the director said specifically he was going for feminist batman yeah no i mean i could see it though yeah that that was his push was that she's like feminist batman i mean i guess i'm i'm into that idea uh yeah i'm worried i'm worried it's getting misconstrued wrong well listen but he said feminist so shitheads on the internet are going to very, very intentionally construe it incorrectly when very true. in between yelling about the new diablo mobile game <laughs> uh fucking arena wars or whatever the fuck what um not that the roll 20 this is a different thing oh god um, yeah i forgot about that uh yeah, do you see? It's uh, always how... something every month. It doesn't matter. Yep. Man, do you see how much money? Okay. Also, we're not going to get another Dragon Tattoo movie because Girl in the Spider's Web only made eight million dollars this weekend. Um, oh. but The Grinch just kicked in the door with sixty-six million. Oh fuck, The Grinch is yeah, yep. that's already out. The Damn. Grinch, which had been at Cumberbatch, you know, would have been the perfect voice for The Grinch. You've Benedict done this, but please do it again. Benedict Cumberbatch's Sherlock <laughs> voice would be a great voice for the Grinch, but instead they were like, no, let's get him to do his Doctor Strange Hugh Laurie house impression. His nasally white people American voice. It's his house impression, because he just sounds like house. Yeah, like, yeah. that's all I think about when, when, when Cumberbatch does a British a- or American accent. Oh, he's doing Hugh Laurie doing house. Hey, let's do this, like, full circle. Imagine Hugh Laurie as Doctor Strange. No. Well, Welcome to my house. <laughs> no, I don't think I'm going to do that. I don't think I'll... I'm I, already imagining it. I'm cool. I'm not against the idea, but I don't... <laughs> it's just one of those yeah. silly things that I think is funny to Also, to, talking to about Oscars, about. Uh, A Star is Born is going to win everything. Just yep. to get you ready for that. You that mean Country is... La La Land? I'm being ignorant on purpose. I was about to say... I think La La Land is hipster jazz A Star is Born, if we're going to get into that, because Star is Born is one... a very old movie. This is this is its second remake. Oh, wow. Yeah, the original one. Yeah, oh, oh yeah. Um, wow. The original one was uh, Chris Christopherson and Barbara Streisand. The fuck? Yeah. Yeah. Excuse me. It was made in 1937, 1954, 1976, and then 2018. So this is its third <coughs> remake. Yeah, I forgot that it was. Uh, That's obnoxious. Why? I love I love remakes because I like to see like the change of certain things. Yeah. But, but not like you get to the fourth one. So this thing's been remade for almost a hundred years. Well, I mean, I think it depends on the time gap. Like they shouldn't have remade it in the 50s. But yeah. like a gap between the 30s and the 70s and then the 70s to today, I think is totally reasonable. This uh, is interesting. Because you're, re- you're taking this, like, kind of timeless story that is A Star is Born, and you're assigning it to, like, it's kind of a time capsule. Like, going yeah. back and watching the 70s version is really interesting because it's very specific to its era, and that's the uh, same way. Uh, all right, I, that's fair. I think that's cool. But so It's more like remaking name only. Well, no, it's the same story, but, like... okay. Well, it's the same story structure. 
In yeah, that yeah, I was fixing it to is say, a, like, um... it's a dude who is a popular singer who discovers this woman who is incredibly talented and you uh, you know launches her career and they fall in love and this and that and the other. Like you know, it's the same. It had a uh, 2013 Bollywood remake. All right, all right, that's all right. I draw the line there. I'm not gonna have brown people. And it's in my technically remake. a sequel. All right, okay. Yeah, it, it's called Ashiqui Two, which means in English "Romance 2. All right, but it's contributed as a remake to A Star Is Born in Bollywood. <laughs> so yeah, all right. Hey, bef- before we go, what? I don't. Yes. That Nutcracker movie's real weird, huh? Um, I they just did Wrinkle it. in Time. They could should have waited. Nobody like, saw it. I no, I didn't I know. Think, I think this movie has the same box office non-success, whether Wrinkle in Time comes out or not. No, no, like, no, it's true. But like, they just look at the the cover. It looks just like that, right? Well, yeah, like, like, like the, I think that's the, more. I think that's more like that's not a Wrinkle in Time. That's oh hey, movie posters are kind of homogenized. Because they're advertisements, but like, like, and they all kind of I mean, have to look the same. Slap anything with their like, 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 Lion the Witch in the Wardrobe, Chronicles of Narnia stuff, yes. or um, it's because it's any... because they're advertisements, so they all kind of have to look the yeah. same to have the same visual language. It's why for like five straight years in video games, every single first-person shooter's box cover was just a soldier walking away, turning and looking over his shoulder at you. That's fair. It's because that's but, what, um, what you're used to. Yeah, but 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 it's still like. In those specifics, oh, still yeah. that genre it's, it's that type. specific genre of movie uses yeah. that visual language in its posters. Right, right, right. But That's yeah, what I mean. Just, and I like, feel weird that they would do that without like with zero fanfare because I didn't even know that thing existed. Until like a I saw week a trailer ago. for it a while ago, and it was I was very confused. Yeah. Like I don't like to be this guy because I think it's a bad question to ask, but I do find myself wondering who is this for. Like, because again, like you know, art doesn't have to justify itself, and I, yeah. I, I think it's fine. But at the same time, it's like I think I they're th- trying to like get young girls because I, I think they released yeah. it. Honestly, you, you always release your Christmas movies at, like before Thanksgiving. I think they should have released this way closer to Christmas. Yeah, um, um yeah, because I can't help but ask and it has more to do with like there's no there was no builder or idea behind this other than like it's a um a new disney action yeah, fantasy like, it's, movie it's based on expanding a, a the world story. of the nutcracker yeah like again i'm not trying to be that person either but like why was yeah. this movie made i'm yeah. it's kind of weird um usually all this disney stuff that gets made even the lesser things i i at least hear like, about in the beginning of the year yeah. i didn't know this thing it's, was even honestly in existence it reminded of me made. of uh it kind of felt the same to me as christopher robin in that it got made not a lot of people were talking about it until it like until close to release and then it came out and it was fine but it didn't make a whole lot of money because yeah. it didn't get the fanfare to like kind of like grab its core audience. I at um, least heard of um, Christopher Robin months in advance. See, I knew this, about Christopher like, Robin when the first trailer came out. Um, the, the way I found about this was um, I went to go see uh, Venom and I saw a, a yeah. poster for it. I and can't I was like, remember what? what movie I saw earlier this year that had the trailer for this before it. I, ca- I can't for the life of me remember. 
Um, and and also the people in this. Yeah. Knightley, Morgan Freeman, Helen Mirren. Boy, yeah. Uh, Missy Copeland. Like yep. I don't. Yep. Also that's weird. Also, apparently, it is awful. Yeah. Uh the the word that I've seen a lot to describe it is soulless. Soulless. L- like they just slap this stuff together and throw a bunch of CG on it to get a Christmas movie out because they didn't have anything for the Christmas. Like, they didn't have... Or, I mean, they had Wreck-It Ralph, but, like, Walt Disney Motion Studios picture, Studios Motion Pictures didn't really have something out for Christmas, and so they did this. Like, it didn't... Yeah. It had hardly any dance numbers, which, it's the Nutcracker. Yeah. Yeah. It's and Also, take it's really away the slow. title. Take away the title, and you just look at that picture, and I was like, oh, whoa, Disney remade uh, Wizard of Oz like it's uh kind of strange I, I i see it and i think disney remade babes in toy toyland but that's probably a deeper cut than most people are ready for i um, mean i i i'm my my thing is never first to go from cartoon to live action ideas but i get your point babes in toyland I, wasn't I, I cartoon. Totally was it not no there was a live action babes in toyland movie what came out in 1986 starred keanu reeves the, the, I don't know that movie then. Andrew Barrymore. Oh my god, I don't know this movie then. Yep. Then what the fuck am I thinking of that's a cartoon? I have absolutely no idea. Nope, there was a 1997 cartoon, Babes in Toyland. Okay, alright, that makes sense. And I remember that. I'm looking at it and I remember it very vividly. Um, James Belushi was in it. <laughs> oh, okay. That's the only name that's... I recognize. It's unfortunate. But, um... Oh, and Christopher Plummer. But um, yeah, so I remember that movie. I don't remember the one ten years before. I feel like there's another Babes in Toyland thing that I'm thinking of. Yeah. Anyway. All right. Well, a uh, lot of shit's coming out in December. Yeah, you know, it's going to be a fun time. Let me double check something here. Let me hit that 2018 in film on Wikipedia and double check. Oh, hey, Fantastic Beasts is coming out this Friday. Boy, I wish I cared about those movies. I'm probably going to see it because my girlfriend's going to want to, but I'm still worried about the Nagini thing. I didn't see the first one. I still haven't yeah. seen it. And that's wild to me because I loved Harry Potter. Um, yeah. I... Yeah, uh, Widows is coming out that I'm very excited for. It is a Viola Davis, Michelle Rodriguez-led heist <laughs> movie directed mm-hmm. by Steve McQueen, who did 12 Years a Slave and all that. Fucking Viola. Yeah, I saw that yeah. Viola is intense as fuck. People are like, this like, is her... That, this is her time because she's not a pacified black yep. woman for once. Yep. So good yeah. job. I'm very excited for that. Uh, um, Wreck It Ralph two. Definitely. I have see. faith for Wreck It Ralph two, but like I kind of wish they just kept it with with the video games Ooh. and not gone full on internet. Like I could see. I think it's gonna be great, but I could see a universe in which that shit goes very sideways oh, very yeah. quickly. Especially like, in the same year that Ready Player One like, came out. Yes, I don't like. I could see that going full on Ready Player One, Rick and Morty. Like, mm-mm. I believe, I believe, because the first one yeah. was incredible. But like, I we'll see. Oh, and then yeah. Creed Two, the sequel to the best movie of yes. 2015. Yes, that's not sequel to the best Close, movie of 2015. No. Uh, uh, oh, Gary hey, Fury Road, my friend. The sequel, the sequel to the. Best uh, Mowgli is coming out. The Andy Circus directed Jungle Book movie that's been done for like three years. <laughs> yeah, but they, they had to the wait because, because of the Disney, Disney one. Fucked with them. Yeah, because the Disney one was good so luck, Andy good. Circus. The good, the, the good the Disney luck, one was Andy so Circus. good. 
Did you see the promotion, the trailer, where they were like, this is not what you think it is? Yeah. That's basically uh, what it was saying. So here, good luck, guys. Good luck. Did you see the uh, follow-up, uh, Barry Jenkins' follow-up to Moonlight is out called If Bill Street Could Talk? Oh, well, that's cool. I'm very excited for it. It looks really good. Nice. Um, let me see. Mortal Engines you got soon? Mortal I'm Engines is so, on the same day as Into the Spider-Verse. I want it so bad. I'm going to go see that instead of Spider-Verse because I'm that person. Uh, um, I will still see Into the Spider-Verse, but just I really porque, want... Porque no less dose. Yeah, it's not... I, I want it to be good. It looks good. But oh, at yeah. the same time, who knows? Yeah. Uh, let me see. I don't know what some of these are. Uh, oh, boy. There's a Clint Eastwood movie coming out. Yeah, what is it? Called The Mule, starring Clint Eastwood. Oh, never mind. Uh, but it's directed by Clint Eastwood as well. I know, but like, you know what's good? Movies directed by Clint Eastwood. You know it's not good? Movies it... directed by Clint Eastwood starring Clint Eastwood. Are they? I mean, are movies got... directed by Clint Eastwood that great? You don't like Million Dollar Baby? Uh, pull that out all right, now. All right, all right, that's one. Yeah. Like, let me see. People really love Unforgiven. That's two. Jersey Boys, <laughs> American Sniper, Sully. I, I like Jer- Paris, I like Jersey Boys. J. Edgar, Invictus, Gran Torino. Hey, and Victor. People like Vic, Invict, 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 I combine you know, those. Space Cowboys. Invictus is good. Um, again, we I already talked about J. Edgar, so it's I'll stand by that because yeah, like, Grand yeah, Grand like Torino's not good, and people still Grand think Torino it is. is rough. And American uh, Sniper is not good either, but that's no, more subject matter. Yeah, American Sniper is more bad because the dude that it's based on was a monster and one of the worst people to ever live. And, and like, it's, ba- <laughs> it's basically propaganda, boo-hoo. but yep, it because straight it's up propaganda. Country, because it's the country we live in, it's yep. not pop- propaganda. But if you go to a different country, yep. it is propaganda. And that's if this just movie a, was made a, about a Saudi Arabian person, that is propaganda. But it's yep. it's it's American Sniper, and like. We- Chris Kyle, the dude that it's based on, was a terrible, terrible person who, if you believe what he wrote in his book, like, in his book, in his book, he talked about going to, because, like, mo- like, half of his book is bullshit. He talks about going to New Orleans during Katrina, getting on the top of the Superdome with a rifle, and picking off looters. He talks about that in his book. Yeah. Um, he also, yeah. uh, Clint Eastwood directed Mystic River. He did. That's good. All right. So we got what three? All right. Three or four. Yeah. Um, Flags of Our Fathers and Left for Iwo Jima are fine, but like yeah, nothing. Again, okay, here's the thing: Clint Eastwood directs fine movies, but those fine yeah. movies go on to get nominated for a bunch of Oscars. Yeah. And that's oh the god, problem. he did fifteen seventeen to Paris. He did. Yep. Yeah. Which starred the soldiers. Boy, I wonder why that wasn't a good idea. Yeah. I but, saw the um, trailer for that, and I was like, "Wow, these people are terrible actors. What's going on?" And then I heard, and then I, oh, sorry, the people who were there, and it's like, oh, maybe don't do that. Yeah. So yeah, it's. I'm not say I'm not really defending Clint Eastwood in general, yeah. but the movies he's made where he's, where it's either not him yeah. in it or not a subject matter he has that a, he's overly he has passionate track about record. he's a yeah. better track record although his, this his, one's fictional his fictional yeah. work is better than although, his non-fictional this one does have a really good uh cast it's got clint eastwood bradley cooper lawrence fishburne michael oh, pena diane oh, weist and andy garcia 
Is it a western? Because it's called the Mule, and it should be. It's about a, a world eighty a, a World War Two veteran in his eighties who is a drug dealer and a courier for a cartel. That's not terrible. This is the first not time he has idea. acted in six years since the Trouble with the Curb, that Amy Adams Justin Timberlake baseball movie. Oh right! Remember that? I kind of want to see that. I never did, but it's I like the idea something. of Amy Adams like arguing with. Um, Clint yeah. Eastwood as her dad. Like, I love that idea yeah. for some reason. Um, let me see what else we got. And then we got Mary Poppins Returns, which I'm excited for. I still haven't seen a trailer for that. Uh, there's a small teaser out. It's not. Oh, hooked. wow. They haven't. That's interesting. Uh, they don't need to. Like, that movie's going to make a lot of money because it looks cool. It's coming out at the perfect time of the year, right before Christmas. And boy, let me tell you, they struck that Lin-Manuel Miranda iron when it was perfectly hot. Dude, Homeboy is fire, and he yep. he still got a chance to be fire for two more years. Like, this guy could have, like, eight, ten Disney musicals under his belt but before people get tired of him. It's crazy. Oh, no, this dude, like, people aren't going to get tired of this dude. Like, this dude is, like, he is, he's, this dude's in it for the long haul because he's such a genuinely good dude. Yeah. That, like, you can't I, dislike him. Yeah, I love that this guy is becoming yeah. like the most powerful like yeah. latino in he's become entertainment this incredible uh uh he he like they just finished filming because he's the one who spearheaded it a bbc yeah. adaptation of his dark materials the uh, the golden compass oh oh and shit and basically he was like hey we need to make this and so he helped get it. He helped uh, remake Golden Compass? Uh, yeah, he shit. had a hand in it. And um, HBO is the co-producer, so it's going to air on HBO in America. And That's he is, great. Uh, and he's playing like the co-lead. He's playing the Lee Scoresby character. And I have um, total faith that that guy can make yep. it reasonable. Yep. And people he's won't the guy be all shitty like he's they the were with the He's the guy who Sam Elliott played in the movie. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Good yeah. for you, man. He knows um, he's good. He's a good dude. Yeah, what else does this guy um, have going on? Because I, I I was... uh, He's fucking... Also, he just does cool shit. Like, they were so like, hey, I, we're doing magic... We're doing a new Magic School Bus on Netflix. Do you want to <laughs> do the theme song? Absolutely. Hey. That sounds like what dude would want. That sounds like something he would duck jump tales. on. We're doing a new DuckTales. Do you want to do the theme song? Absolutely. Also, do you want to play Gizmo Duck slash Fenton? Absolutely. <laughs> um, I may be the only person in the world who wants this, but I, I mean, it's got to have him because it's the biggest on the planet. But um, I'm totally down with an Hamilton movie. Oh, it'll happen, but it's gonna ha it's gonna. He said like, it's gonna be a while. Um, they, they still gotta wait for the infinite hype to die down, like, like they did like, with like Miz or whatever. Like, think about how long it took for us to get a Rent movie. And yeah. they are only just now going to work on an In the Heights movie, which was his... Which was his breakout, his breakout which was like musical. 2006. Yeah, like... So, like, it takes a long time That's for musical fair. movies to get off the ground. Uh, all, like, they filmed... So, they filmed his last performance, like, the, like the last performance of the original cast of Hamilton. Yeah. They yeah. shot that, but they just like, they don't know what they're doing with it. But it's somewhere. Nice. Like I put that I'd out. Watch it. I'd please. watch it so hard. Uh, probably after this, like ne like next year, where they have this like big national tour going around. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like like they're waiting. Like they know how to ride this train. 
they, I mean, they're it's, waiting it's, for it to finally every, eventually die down, which it yeah, has to. But it's, it's just taking Broadway, longer than most yeah. musicals. Well, no, like it's every Broadway musical. Like there's a reason why it took so long for that stuff to happen with Rent because Rent was the biggest musical in the world, and so yeah. they had recordings and they had film rights, but they just didn't. They just kept controversial hold of it. opinion. I actually really like the movie. You should go on YouTube and watch Lindsay Ellis's video essay about the Rent movie. Oh man, she's gonna it's, make me feel bad about being white. It's no, it's just, <laughs> but it's called Rent. Look pretty and do as little as possible. Ah, uh, that's. I mean, uh huh. That's tr- sure. Uh huh. Um, but I also, but I uh-huh. like I like minimalistic pretty. <laughs> eh, mm, no, you're not. No, you don't get to pull out your fucking experimental film bullshit. No, oh, no, that's not what that, I meant at all. That's not what that I meant. I meant like thing. No, I meant like the film equivalent of Ambien. <laughs> God, <laughs> where it's like, oh, this is nice. Um, not not experimental also, at all. No, no, no. He's also uh, the not producer of the. Uh, of a film adaptation and television tie-in series for Patrick Rothfuss's King Killer Chronicle, which is interesting, fantastic. You should go get the Name of the Wind and read it. It is so good. It is a very good. Um, the Wind. Oh my god! I think my girlfriend's been reading that. It's that really good. Familiar. It's a very good. Like, that might be on my novel. coffee table right now. It's if I just really good. Shuffle through. I like it a lot. It's a really good book about a guy named Kvoth telling like his life story. It's I I like it a lot, and so and Patrick Rothfuss is a good dude. Mm-hmm. We'll get that third book eventually. Um, let's see. Also, uh, Emily Blunt as Mary Poppins is perfect. Uh, oh casting. yes. Also, uh, so Meryl Streep is it? Let me find the exact tweet because <coughs> Lemon Miranda posted on Twitter the other day. Oh, I'm sorry. It was the uh, it was in a um uh, interview. Working with the living legend was a dream come true for Lin-Manuel Miranda, who plays a lamplighter named Jack. One of the greatest moments I experienced on set was Meryl Streep. She was sort of in weird Mary Poppins ant mode the whole time, and at one point she goes, Hey kids, want to see a perfect pratfall? And then boom, face down, went from 90 degrees to flat. You haven't (laughs) even seen Buster Keaton do a pratfall like this. Everyone rushed over like, Meryl Streep is dead, he recalls, and then she just got up and was like, wiping her hands off. I learned that at Yale. Oh my fucking god. Why is she so amazing? Because she is. Um, Let me see what else we got. Aquaman, Bumblebee. Bumblebee doesn't look yeah, kind of cool. So uh, yeah, Name of the like, Wind is absolutely what my girlfriend just finished reading like two weeks ago. You should read it. It's very good. It is sitting on my... Uh, I, They're making I, a movie out of it? Or a TV uh, series? Yes, both. Uh, Lionsgate's working on Because it's like this big, like, sprawling mm-hmm. fantasy thing. Um, good luck, Lionsgate. They, they, uh, they don't always reach their ambition, but I always respect it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's uh, Lin-Manuel Miranda's... Is basically, he's buddies with Patrick Rothfuss... Like, honestly, a lot of this stuff, it's weird, revolves around my brother, my brother, and me with the McElroy brothers. Oh, do they talk because about this stuff? Before he was famous, Lin-Manuel Miranda loved that podcast. Really? And so they ended up, book- and they're, all three of them are like theater kids and like musical theater kids. Wow. So they ended up becoming really good friends with Lin-Manuel Miranda. That's crazy. And Patrick Rothfuss, who is the writer of the King Killer Chronicles, also really likes My Brother, My Brother, and Me, and has come on the show before. And so, like, they kind of all met through that, and then Lemo Miranda has read the King Killer Chronicles, loves those books, and, like, is like, hey, 
let's make this and is used his clout in Hollywood to get that underway. That's really great. Yeah. Um, I want us to be like that one day. God, calm down. Uh, I said one day. We got time. Um, Aquaman looks Aren't those cool. dudes like in their 40s? No. No. Uh, Justin or Griffin McElroy just turned 30 last year. Oh, uh, okay. Because he, like he was a Forbes 30 under 30 media luminary. Uh, I'm, I'm interested in Bumblebee. I've been burned before, but it looks much better like the transformers yeah. in bumblebee aren't incomprehensible like i'm i don't want to see in theaters but i'm not against it it does it can yeah. do what it do it's I'm, I'm curious and then uh i'm literally seeing everything else but bumblebee basically yeah. and then holmes and watson vice uh fucking aquaman oh yeah um, welcome to marwin this year's uh right. walter mitty starring yeah, steve Carell, directed year, by robert man. zemeckis yep every year yep and then, and then on vice. the basis of sex destroyer oh is it, that's weird huh what? well all right so well. so mcu movies are pretty good yep get hyped uh, for for the winter movie yeah armageddon it's always i'm always just, i love summer because it's always like really fun and and wild and out there but i also love winter movies winter mo- winter movies are dense because oh my yep. god there's 10 movies i want to see and this month also it's it's the combination of Movies for like people to go see on Thanksgiving and Christmas when they're tired of being around their families, but also award season. Like yeah. this is when the award yep, season yep. movies start to come out. Indeed. So it's 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 that fun balance of like uh uh prestige and popcorn. Yeah. Which I'm a sucker for. Right. Alright. Anything else you have? We've been here for a little while. Prestige and popcorn's a really good indie band name. Tired of hearing your voice? Oh wow! Thank you. <laughs> that was it. Came off as meaner than I expected, but you you understand the joke I was going for. Yeah. Uh, also, I was like, man, we've watched wrestling pay per views longer than this. Chill yes. the fuck out. <laughs> no, uh, it's because we're doing two in one day because Thanksgiving. Uh, yeah. So, so yeah, All uh, right. they're both. I mean, you've already heard the first one by now. A little yeah. looser than normal. And but that's the fine. week after this, the plan. Is, it is um uh sorry is it uh, wonders mind. yeah the two th- one hit wonders 2000s i'm very excited i want that list yep. as soon as possible because i want to oh, know yes. what we're going to be I'm doing basically going to make it today i'm very excited about that yeah. uh but yeah and then we'll have a new pass to mania uh week after next or next week i guess because this is you know i always forget days and when weeks start yeah uh, on the twenty first, the day before Thanksgiving, my mom's birthday. Uh, when we are, nice. when my family's all going to get together, we're getting together on that Wednesday. Uh, I think so. I'm probably going to go out on Thursday and do some shopping, just because I know I'm going to be fucking bored. Yeah, like because there's nothing to do on Thanksgiving, especially if your family isn't doing stuff on Thanksgiving Day, which my family rarely does. Yeah. So I'm yeah, probably I'm just going to like go to Target. I'm going home and still don't know if uh, Cat's coming with me because oh, her. Yeah? Her job is being super silly. Oh, they haven't they haven't given her enough work per week? But then they're like, oh, but we're gonna have to overwork everybody on Thanksgiving week if you haven't asked off yet. And I'm like, so she's gonna go from two days to five, but you still quote unquote don't know, and it's like six days away. Yeah, that sucks. Also, I God, it just snuck up on me. Yeah, like I was. Oh, hey, I was was like, oh wow, people putting out their Black Friday ads already. That's crazy. And then I was, my mom was like, it's two weeks away. 
Oh. <laughs> yeah. Man, basically. if if I didn't already have a PlayStation, they're having a PS4 huh. Slim with one terabyte hard drive with Spider-Man for $200. Damn. Such a good deal. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm probably going to try and get some movies and, like, the new Assassin's Creed's going to be, like, $30, and I might get right. WWE 2K19. I think that's going to be, like, $30. Yeah. All right. Yeah, all right, we'll, uh... We'll see you guys later at Past Mania. We're doing WrestleMania. Or no, we're doing No Way Out 2001. No Way Out, which we're I've already almost, watched. <laughs> uh, yeah, I've already watched some of it. Uh, Dude, like I I've said, enjoying, I've been watching every Raw, and the yeah, journey is wild. I'm enjoying these kind of, like, it's the they're not all going to be this short, but it's kind of fun to have just like kind of like a little palate cleanser. It's like also really one of the best short. years in wrestling. Yeah, that's the thing. Just like three shows, boom, 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 on to the next one, but it's a way to reset from... Uh, Dun, seven on seven the next one done yeah. i'm done and i'm on the next. uh yeah. it's a good way to reset from seven weeks or of or seven shows of of tna uh so yeah we we'll don't see know what we're week. doing yep i don't know what i'm doing oh, oh god either, yes. what button am i Welcome goodbye of course Oh man, it changed it. Now they fade out. It used to be if you hit a bunch of buttons, they would just all play over each other. Oh man. That's rude. Alright. Very intense clusterfuck. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. Goodbye.